Hello out there and welcome to episode 56 of the Michael vs. Jason Horcast featuring Billy where we love to bicker, argue, and debate all things horror, especially one movie chosen at the end of each week by the Devil's Wheel, so stay tuned for that. As always, I'm Mike, and first, what's up, Jason? Word up. Welcome to episode 56, everyone. I am so pumped to do somebody else's victory once again. And he talks like a <laughs> robot as well. And uh, that's Jason. And what's up, Bill? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys all doing? Good, good, good. And uh, as Jason alluded to uh, last week, uh, he did not win for like the third straight month or whatever it is. I don't know. It's been a long time. But uh, it was a uh, mic victory. I won. And I chose 2015's Creature Feature. Um, or insect feature, however you want to do it, stung. So uh, if you are a first-time listener of the podcast, just understand, when we get to it, we're going to spoil the absolute shit out of it. So this is a fair warning on that. We're also going to uh, listen to Bill talk through uh, the movie called Room 9, which I gave to him because he was the (laughs) ultimate loser last week uh, and had to take that as a headshot. So uh, we will dive into that as well. Her. Um, but before we get into any of that madness, and there's a lot more uh, other things uh, that we do, um, maybe, just maybe, we watch some other horror uh, you know, movies or shows or whatever this week. So before we get into anything else, let's start. Jay, I'm going to start with you. Uh, anything else you watch uh, horror-related this week? Yeah, actually, I watched quite a few this week. Uh, just a couple to talk about. Uh, so I, I watched Black Friday. After you guys had talked about it last week, so what do you check that out? Um, it was okay. I, I, you know, I like the casting in it and things like that. So it has some like you know, you know, I love anything with Bruce Campbell, which is really cool. But I really didn't like his character too much in this movie, so it kind of like you know did away for it for me. But um, you know, I like the direction that they were trying to make with this movie, but I think it just kind of fell flat on its face. Um. It was made to be a campy B movie. It, you know, <laughs> it, it's made that way. I don't even think it even made it to the campy B movie side of things. I think it just it got like to the camp and then just decided to get back in the car, turn around, and go back home. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I I honestly rated it like a four. Like I, I, I think some of the special effects were kind of cool and stuff, but that whole thing with the whatever that blob thing was that they were the sh- holiday shoppers were making and then it turns into that like big old puppet thing. I, I was just like, at that point I was like, okay, I, I have to finish this just because I, you know, I paid for it. <laughs> so at that point I was like, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's what Bill and I discussed last week of, I wanted it to be so much better than it was. And it's still, it's yeah. not a terrible movie, but it's nothing I'll ever watch again. That's what Bill and I both, uh, that was our consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah uh, that, was a, that was a one and done. Yes, I mean, hey, at least we saw it. So um, another one I watched. Uh, I watched a few on Shutter this week. Uh, they had puts up Christmas movies on there, so I watched this one called from 1980 called "To All a Good Night," and it was Jennifer Runyon's uh, first uh, movie that she ever was in. And you know, for, who is Jennifer uh, Runyon? Uh, she was a. Um, she was a famous actress from back in like the eight or eighties and early nineties. Um, she's done some things uh, recently as well, but uh, you know she's very uh, very attractive and things like she's, that. She's, so. the, she's the blonde, right? Yes. 
Yeah, um, she was like in she, Up the Creek and a bunch of those other ones. But okay. yeah, oh. okay. Um, she's related to uh, a friend of mine's uh, mother. Um, oh, well, tell her they're, that they're you're like a podcast they're like, buddy over here thinks she's attractive. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, she had, they're 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 like second cousins, but I, I've, I've actually met her. Um, but it was late '80s at a graduation party. She'd yeah, come, she comes back to Cleveland every so often. Oh, but, interesting. So yeah, just uh, um, just just tell her you know uh, you know Jason from the podcast. You know he thinks you're attractive, and he also thinks uh-huh. your first movie, To All Good Night, was a total piece of trash. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think I'll see her because I haven't I, I have not seen uh, that. Uh, they're friends of my mom's. That's how I got to know him. So it just gotcha. you know it's been a long time since I've seen him because my mom's been passed for twelve years. So yeah, yeah, it but was it is uh, what it is. Yeah, it was it was uh so basically um it was like a black uh black christmas like uh take off or wanna be in a way. Yeah, you know, I had like sorority girls or not sorority girls. They were uh girls that did not go home for christmas or whatever and you know and chaos ensues, you know. It's just it's one of those but the the killer was corny. Um it did have a pretty good twisted ending to it. Uh, but the the kills were lame, except for the, this one girl got her head chopped off while she was doing the doing the dirty. But that was about the only good kill in the movie. But I wouldn't recommend it. I I probably give it about a four and a half. Um, uh, another one I watched. Uh, Mike, I think you might have watched this one last year. I can't remember, but Red Christmas. Uh, um, no, maybe two. I don't remember. I I feel like I've watched it before. Yeah, uh, this one was actually, I rated this one a six and a half. I really enjoyed this one, but it had Dee Wallace in it, and basically she's has the family over for Christmas, and like she was part of this abortion thing you know, years ago where she aborted a um, child of hers that was known to be, uh, uh, it was going to be born with uh, Down syndrome. And in the process of the abortion, the hospital you know they're getting swarmed by um protesters so it ends up they catching on fire so the baby actually ends up getting born and she never knows and it's really distorted and chaos ensues years later as this thing comes back for revenge so uh, but the deaths in this movie um i'm not let me spoiler alert but my kill of the week's coming in this movie because there was like a whole swath of them to choose from because the the kills in this movie were like top notch over the over the top awesome um let's see here another one i watched uh this week was uh the advent calendar uh watch on i Shutter. watched this i uh, watched this last night okay so let's talk about the advent calendar so i actually enjoyed it um it had its moments uh you know it so basically um this this girl is uh paraplegic um her friend basically steals this antique advent calendar for her, and it's like possessed by the, like some demon or some sort of thing. And every day she has, it's like there's rules. Like she has to eat the candy that's inside. Uh, one of the candies makes her to where she can walk again. But uh, basically, in a nutshell, I don't want to like ruin too much of it because Bill, you might actually enjoy this. Um, but it. It actually had some pretty good twists and plot turns and things like that. What would you think of this, Mike? Um, I thought it was a solid movie. I don't I don't it's 
it's not as much a horror movie um, as it is more of just like a thriller with you know a few horror elements here or there. There's a creature in there that's pretty cool looking, but um, the movie itself is if you don't go in expecting like all this gore and horror, it's a it's a solid movie. I just don't know if it's a solid horror movie but i would probably give it you know a six out of ten um i I still think it's a it's a good movie so yeah Yeah, i gave it about a six so i was i was really pleased with it i mean it looked good i mean it's uh it's french so it's got subtitles and things like that so bill you might want to if you watch it you might want to have your dictionary with you so that way you can kind of follow along and maybe a theosaurus too but uh the, the what Theosaurus or something too, maybe. Thesaurus. Thank you, Mikey. That's fine. And we're talking about people that need dictionaries. Hey, I just said I need. I I said you need dictionary. I never say anything. There there probably is a guy out there somewhere, and his last name is Saurus, and his parents were like, "We're gonna name him Theo," and Mm -hmm. uh, you're calling out to him right now. Yeah. Disclaimer: Any characters' names that are brought to you in this broadcast are purely subsequent or (laughs) inconsequential. Spit that one out real fast. Uh, What else you got, Jay? That uh, I had another one that I started last night. I'm gonna save it for next week, though, just because I only got halfway through it. So that's good for this week. All right, Bill, what do you got? Um, Well. Today, this week was kind of light, but I was I was catching up on Fear of the Walking Dead because I know I did did the uh, the Walking Dead recently. Um, then I uh, I happened to catch uh, Gremlins Two was on, so uh, you know how I, I like it. <laughs> you guys know how I like the, like the the Gremlin series. Um, this one did, doesn't have as much as appeal as the first one does. Um, I can give it a four out, four and a half out of ten. Was that the one that was more uh, of like a cash grab where they had the um they were in the uh, uh, like the, Hulk Hogan was in it like when they were in the theater or is that part three is there a part three I don't there's know. no part three no, okay so part, part two, two is the one where they like stop but Hulk Hogan movie. wasn't in it, it no, there it was in the version there was like a uh, maybe it wasn't Hulk Hogan but it was uh, they they're in the movie theater and they have everybody quiet down or that could have been just those well like, they had uh, a Cisco and Ebert thing. Like, but yeah. like, yeah. This is the one where they're in the uh, the the building, yeah, the downtown yeah. building that was. I'm waiting for the new one. It, it's supposed to be R rated. I liked well. Gremlins yeah. too. I I, I, mean, I definitely not, rated not, it a lot higher than a four point five. Yeah, well, I'm. To me, I mean, I like the other one better. It just you know, typical oh, sequel you, stuff. You you can't so. you can't beat the first one, obviously. No. And you, um, you know, remember we did talk about the first one. Did that did start the. The yeah. thing with the ratings because yeah, they rated yes, it, it did. wrong. <laughs> so and then I'm I'm kind of I I like the movie I like the the horror aspect of this is uh, I was watching I Am Legend with uh, Will Smith. It's kind of you know in the vein of uh, Twenty Eight Days Later uh, in World War Z, but you know it, it's one of those ones I I like it for what it is, but it. I don't think it ever really capitalized on you know you know the the scare aspects and you know stuff like that, mm-hmm. but uh, I give it a five out of ten because it means you know it's a decent movie and you know yeah Will Smith I like as an actor very good actor so mm-hmm. other than that I'm kind of uh, I'm out of things you know just busy week so that's about what I got in yeah it was a little had- light this week too um, I'll talk about. Uh- uh, I watched one. I've been waiting to see it for a while now. Um, it's called Last Night in Soho. Um, I've seen the right. advertisements for that. Yeah, so that's in the got, theater still too, right? Uh, yeah, it got it yeah. got delayed uh, a year. Well, it's on demand now. 
So yeah. it got it got delayed a year. Uh, it's not it's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. The acting is fantastic in it, though, and the story is really, really good. It is a slow burn. So, Bill, I don't know if this is really up your alley, but um, it deals yeah. with, you know, kind of go like somebody in the present in their dreams going into the past, but seeing things that actually transpired and then like, you know, going back and forth between Deja vu. the worlds. Yeah. Um, type deal. Uh, I think it's very well done. The cinematography is amazing, um, especially in like the colors that are used. Um, uh, I, I I really enjoyed this movie, six and a half for me, uh, but just not a horror. Once again, you go in thinking it's like a horror movie. It's it's a thriller. Um, uh, uh, not really even that many horror elements at all to it. But yeah. I did enjoy the movie. Yeah, don't don't say I won't like a slow burn. There's just it just depends on how how it's presented is what gets me sometimes. That's all. Yeah, that's you know, fair. So, there's there's some there's some slow burns that I thoroughly enjoy. I mean, but it's just how it's presented is the biggest thing. Yeah, I think I listen. I, this is to me. This is a good movie. It's a it's a recommend. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see it. It's definitely yeah. not for everybody. Um, I, I wanted to see it. The other one that I'll talk about, just one more this week, a little bit light week, was, Jay, you recommended it last week, and even though you led me astray two weeks ago with, uh, I can't even remember the name of that shit show that you Basement made me Jack. watch. Basement Jack, which was terrible. I watched Hilarious this mm. week, because I did pass over it a couple times, and I do like an anthology, and I definitely like an anthology this time of year. I don't know what it is. The the holiday, the, the Halloween to Christmas season, I like a good anthology. I will tell you... I really enjoyed this yeah. movie. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Outside of the, there's seven stories, eight. Seven stories, seven, seven chapters. Stories. So chapter seven sucked for me. But that was the of, one that I didn't like either. Outside yeah. of chapter seven, I liked the other six chapters. The carts. Um, the killer yeah, cart. The killer cart. That was cart. great. It's so stupid. Um, so good though. But it's it's entertaining. Like I, yeah. you go into this movie. Uh, what I like about, because the first one's called Killer Carts, and Jay, your kill of the week came from it last week. Um, you see how stupid of a movie it's going to be. It sets your expectations, but it's still fun. Um, and I I enjoyed almost every single chapter of this movie. Some I like more than others, but... Uh, ch- how about the again, lunch cha- ladies? Chapter 7. I wish <laughs> I wish it, they moved Chapter 7 to like Chapter 4 or something, so that way it ended on a higher note. Um, but... I think it's worth a watch. So Jason recommended it last week. I'll throw it out there too. Um, it's like a six for me. Um, I, it's just dumb fun. Um, but it's called Hell Arius, um, yeah, and it's th- on Prime. My thing yeah. would be is this: is, you know, you said move seven to seven to four and four to seven, yada yada yada. You know, the producers are the ones that put it together, and they thought seven was going to hit the home run. You know, clear the bases. So you got them to blame on that one. Yeah. Well, they uh, they hit a. Uh, they swung and miss. They hit a double play, um, you know, uh, with uh, leaving two men on, you know, with uh, number seven. I'm sure somebody out there likes number seven, like the the director's mother or something like that. But um, I'm, I think it ends a little worse than it begins. But uh, it it's once again dumb fun. That's all it is. And uh, I I did I did like Jay. I'll tell you my favorite one might have been. I don't know if it was two or three. But uh, I won't go too much into it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But the the dude in his underwear uh, <laughs> trying to kill the chupacabra or whatever the, the fuck chupacabra. it is. It's a, chupacabra. Chupacabra. Uh, 
it's hilarious to me. Yes. Um, it just the, his I like the lunch ladies. The lunch ladies are good too, but the, yes. the I just like the dude's one-liners and stuff like that. It just <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Um uh very good bill. I think you would have some fun just some dumb fun you with would. this one. You would. Uh, but uh, with that said, I got nothing else. Uh, anything else for? That's I'm good. That's All right, well, let's uh, let's go to the main feature. And now on with the show. All right, uh, so welcome back. As we previously discussed, it was uh, a me victory last week, back to back. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Um, and I chose 2015's Stung. Um, and we're gonna dive all into it and talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But before we can do that, um, since it was my victory, I have to uh, give a wonderful 30 second plot synopsis. So, Mikey, whenever you are ready, in the next word that comes out of your mouth, we start the clock. Oh boy. Um, all right. So, we have Julia and Paul. Julia owns a catering business. Her dad just died. They're traveling to uh, the Perches, where uh, Mr. Perch just died, and they're going to do the catering for it. Uh, uh, Paul's the bartender. He starts seeing these giant wasps flying around. We start meeting all these interesting characters. As the night goes on, the wasps start stinging people. Uh, we realize at that point in time that they, they um, bust out of the people and turn into bigger wasps. They run into the house. Um, they have like this battle inside the house between Sydney, who becomes half wasp half man and miss time becomes oh geez um well <laughs> you got the catering business down pat i did i did i spent a little too much time on that but uh i thought it was important to the to, to the beginning and chaos ensues as speaking Bill. of the beginning um since this is your movie uh you want to kick us off the good there sir yeah, yeah yeah so um i i so the first thing i'll say about this is um, I like what they do with the character development. And in the first like 25 minutes, they slow roll in all these different weird characters. So like you have like, it starts off with Julia and Paul um, in the, well, it starts off with like a, a wasp attacking a bee or some shit, but um, you get like the Julia and Paul dynamic and you already see kind of where that's going. And then we meet Lawrence the very weird piano player. Um, <laughs> and then we meet, uh, you know, Sidney Perch, who's just another weird dude with a big hump on his back. And uh, then... Which we'll get into. Uh, I, I like... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hendrickson. Who Lance plays, Hendrickson Crothers. Uh, uh, Crothers. Yeah, who plays Mayor Crothers, like, who ends up being kind of like a cool guy, you know, throughout the movie, yeah. but like he's like an interesting character and then Miss Perch yeah. and Flora the the um the uh the maid. Uh and then just the other random people that are at this party that really are just uh, you know, back people and and Percy the dog. So, like <laughs> I just like the slow roll of characters and how you meet them um because it is a, a little bit slower at the beginning, but it's not because it feels so just like awkward and weird. And I enjoyed that. Um, what do you guys think? Um, I'll agree with you. I do like uh, I do like the cast. Uh, and Paul and Julia definitely had good uh, screen chemistry. Yeah, it'd be nice to see those two act together in another movie. Did I mean, you know did, that they are? Uh, they're together. 
Oh, no, and I did not. real life. So I, I looked that but, up afterwards, and I don't know if they met on the movie and then, you know, or they were already together. But uh, I, to your point, Bill. Yeah, they, but, I mean, they, they, they definitely had good good screen chemistry, and they both they both flushed out their characters well. So, yes. yeah, I liked I liked the uh, the little uh, shout out to the Return of the Living Dead movies that they had in this. Well, they, uh, they did. They did a lot of th- they did a lot of uh, uh, Easter eggs slash, uh, you know, yeah. homages to different ones. Like, Aliens you, was a big one. Did you see too. the basement? The basement scene, the the chemicals that, you know, brought these mutated insects. It said trioxin on it, which was yep. the same stuff used for all the Return of the Living Dead movies. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yep. You know what's funny, mm-hmm. though, is that when I saw the, like, the barrels and stuff like that, though, I, I think I did think that of, like, oh, that yeah. looks familiar. Yeah, yeah that they, was the they, chemicals used to bring these uh, mutated wasps to the big screen was uh, the trioxin. Uh, trioxin mixed in with fertilizer. Yeah, so I thought that was great because I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, uh, my favorite was the uh, Gwyneth, the the MILF mom or whatever, the one that was flirting with- The uh, MILF wife, yeah. The MILF wife with Paul. And when she turns into a wasp, her head is like attached to the- like, The thing couldn't kick her head off. <laughs> of, yeah, so of stuck his, to her leg, yeah. Of his, so he's carrying, like the whole movie, you see her head just like stuck on the one claw. But but even of, that scene so that where great. the bee legs like start coming, not bee, I guess the wasp legs start coming out of her mouth, look great. Yeah. And uh, and then it like literally splits her head open as it comes uh-huh. out. I thought that's a really cool yeah, the, scene. Yeah, the blood and gore in this was, I think, pretty spot on. Uh, you know, I think, I think they did the right thing too. Um, they were very limited with the CGI and had more um, like prosthetics. Mm-hmm. So it was like very old school on this, which I thought was like really cool. Like something you would get from like an eighties, you know, B movie and stuff like that. So I thought that really worked for it. Um, yeah. And like you said, like, this, like, you know, watching that and then, you know, eventually, you know, with Sydney, um, like when he had the wasp head come out of, his, uh, which we're going to talk more about back, that yeah. later. But uh, oh yeah, we will. We're going to really talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was kind of like that was kind of really cool and stuff like that. So what else? Bill, what do you got? Uh, I I love the fact that you you don't have too many creature features out like this. You know, nowadays, and it was kind of cool to see them make one. I mean, it, I know it's six years old at this point, but. You know, it's it's cool that they they definitely had, uh, uh, you know, had the creature feature, you know, on IFC because that's what this is, is an IFC movie. So yeah. Um, what you guys I, think? Uh, say what you guys I, think of the uh, the leg coming through Flora's eye? That scene um, where she's up against the oh up against the wall, up against then, the wall, and all of a yeah. sudden the bee stinger. Actually, it might be a stinger. It might be a leg. I don't really know what what came. Through. It was the claw that was coming through. But, uh, uh, I thought that looked really good, but it, but it was an eyeball scene for Jay. So yeah, no, it wasn't actually because <laughs> it did it from the side, so you didn't see an eyeball or anything pop. I think out. they could you have just... made it look better if they yeah. would have shown it from the front and like the yeah. eyeball was stuck yeah. to the tip of the of the claw or whatever. I think that would have been pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, um, that was that didn't do anything for me with the typical eyeball stuff. I thought that was cool. Um, definitely a true B movie. Um, really, the only other thing that I had good written down was Lance Hendrickson. I thought <laughs> he was the movie. I, his yeah, character was Carruthers was was awesome, and you know I thought uh, 
the comedy with him, which is very rare. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very I, rare. I, I loved it when uh, you know they're, they they're all ushered into the kitchen, and Crowther's like, "Who gives a shit? Bees or wasps? Who gives a shit?" <laughs> you know, my favorite part of him was when they uh, are, they rush down into the basement and they're locked in the basement, and he finds the vintage wine. And he then hands it to Paul, who's a bartender, and they're like, "What? Do you, what you want me to open this for you just because I'm like a fucking bartender? Like, we're past that at this, you know what I mean?" But he's like, "No, no, no. Here, do your job. Open this up." No, the me. the reason why he handed it to him was because he they didn't have the bottle opener, and and Paul knew how to open it with using. No, he shoes. didn't know that Paul knew how to open it yet. Uh, well, he was he, just asking. He just he, asked if you he had first a bottle hands it opener. to him because they mentioned something. They go, mm-hmm. what, yeah. like, why are you doing? Why are you handing well, this to me?" Type that wasn't even the funniest part with that scene. The funniest part of that scene was the fact that Sydney looked at him and goes, "That's very vintage." And Crowther's like, "Yep, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking drink it anyway." <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they care, but <laughs> we're about it, to it, die, so I'm gonna drink the shit. <laughs> I, but I thought I thought it was um yeah his character throughout the movie because at the beginning you think he's gonna be like this big dickhead character like he doesn't want to yeah. be at this like he understands he has to be at this place because the perches are the mayor. wealthy <laughs> and he's the mayor but as it goes on he's like that I don't give a shit mayor but he actually has compassion and he does care like even when he says uh, when Miss Perch is freaking out and he's like I'm here you know what I mean like yeah. uh, Sydney leaves and he's like ah whatever the fuck but like. He has compassion throughout it, so I think they did a really good job with his character, and really, he did a good job with his character. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too. I agree. I, you know, I I really like Lance Hendrickson. You know, speaking of him, uh, he's one of the guys that uh, with horror TV shows. I don't know if you guys remember this, but in the late or mid to late nineties, there used to be a show called Millennium. Yep, and he was a star of it. And that was a pretty intense intense series. I mean, my me and my father would actually watch it together um but it was it was it was one of those ones it was it was pretty intense and it was it was like one of those ones that ushered into you know some of the supernatural horror movie you know tropes into a tv show sounds like a sci-fi show bill Uh, i mean lance hendrickson was his boy in the all elusive four minute alien movie four minute alien movie it was it was a two-hour alien movie the the alien was only in it for four minutes for the first uh, one. He was in Aliens, so you get make sure you get. Oh, that that's right. right. He was in Aliens. My bad. That's right. Alien was uh, the other guy, but uh, <laughs> so he was in the better of the Alien movies. Yeah, I still gotta watch that shit. All right. Um, yeah. well, that I, might be you know for a headshot. We might I, even though it's a good movie, I'll give it to you next time you. It'll, it'll force, force you to, me to, force watch, you to watch it. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bill does have a history now of putting movies on the wheel that people want to watch so i i mean on the headshot that people want to watch so you might as well just continue that jason i am giving you halloween ends this week uh uh, uh, when it comes out you must watch it no um i liked the ending to this movie so i like as they get away they're fighting this bee um and uh or the wasp and you think everything's over a couple times and it keeps coming back but my favorite scene is the cow head drop like so the wasp drops the cow head on top of the dude and kills him the firefighter like yeah on top of the mm-hmm. firefighter and you're like oh shit they're still here and you look up and you see all the the wasp flying in with uh, cows they're attached to cows yeah, and i thought i thought it was pretty cool i yeah. didn't see that they're all uh, they're, yeah cow, all, cow, they, all of them colored. had cows that's why they that's yeah well yeah and you do realize that the firefighter was benny diaz who was the director of the movie no, I didn't. The one that had that. the cow dropped on him at the end. Yeah, that was the director of the movie. But I, I thought but, that was cool. Like I didn't. You do, you just yeah. don't 
see that coming. Um, uh, at least like a cow head falling from the sky. You might assume that uh, some shit. Oh, it wasn't a cow head. Down. It was a full cow. Well, yeah, it was a full cow. You just the saw the head. Uh, well, yeah, the just, well, I just saw the head. You know, well, because the, the rest end, of it was, but... you know, but yeah, all the all the wasps that were flying in the sky were all uh, had the bodies of a cow. So I I I've I uh, as Jason would say. Uh, I thoroughly um, enjoyed uh, that scene. I thought it was. I thought it was a good way to. It's thoroughly to end, the, to end the movie. Yeah. Well, I, I hey, know you just. Don't it's it's, know, th- so. it's thoroughly. So oh, you, okay. you might want to get that okay. right. This movie went completely airy. So. <laughs> Tyree, but hey, whatever. I'll all right. Continue. It's all right. He still got it wrong. <laughs> Jason, sometimes Damn I'm it. not sure if you're actually if you actually speak English from time to time. I'm not positive that oh. it's a first language for you. Oh, no. Nah. Right. One of my last things that I had on this one was uh, the the good mi- the good mix of subtle comedy that's you know kind of sprinkled yeah. in with everything, and it's yeah. just very well done. Good dark comedy. And, yeah, it's um, a very good dark comedy. Um, two, I've never seen a van like that. That that was kind of cool. That the catering van. It reminded um, me of Jeepers Creepers. Uh, the, yes, the, yes, the, the very car much so. that they were doing like this was a the uh, Creepers prequel. car. Yeah. yeah. So this this would be one of those ones that you know after you know thinking about it again is uh, looking it up to see what kind of van that was. I, I just thought it was different, very interesting. So yeah, yep. Um, anything yeah. else good we got, or do we want to head into the bad? I say let's go bad. All right, let's Jay, you've been you've been itching. I feel it. So what do you got? All right, I'm gonna start with my Darwin. I'm just getting this fucker out of the way. Let's talk about Sydney. Okay, so that dude had this hump thing on his shoulder the entire time. And no one said a freaking word to him. The fact that these bugs are just coming out of people. He's clearly got a bug in him. No one says anything to him the entire time. And then when it's too late, the bug finally comes out. I just thought that was stupid as fuck. Because I'm like, he's got a bug in him. <laughs> and they, they see him. And they see him. And he's, getting, and he's walking and the, more and more crooked the entire time. <laughs> I just thought the, 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 the special... Personally, I didn't think the special effects on the the wasp tumor, I would call it, was all that great. I just, I, I thought it was. I, I did find it comical that when he turned his head, the wasp turned its head, you know, and stuff like that. But other than that, well, the I wasp was kind of like taking over his brain, is what the yeah. whole synopsis I, yeah, I, of that I, I, was. I know I you get know it, that, but, but it's I agree with you a hundred percent, though. But yeah, but just that whole thing it was like this entire movie. You got these wasps that are you, they get stung and then these seven foot wasps come out of them. Well, he's in development the entire freaking time. And they're like what? watching him. They, I like, mean, they, they definitely should have noticed. I, I, well, um, even Julia was like, you're not looking so hot. Well, yeah. no fucking shit. He's got a fucking wasp growing out of <laughs> the side of his arm. Dumb, stupid idiot. But Hey, you know what? Yeah. That was, my, I, I just uh, thought the whole, like, uh, I thought that was over the top stupid. Um, but like the, once again, this movie is not trying to be a serious movie, so you can't really take it seriously in that. But when he had the wasp head out of mm-hmm. his shoulder, and the, yeah, I, I thought that whole thing was kind of just dumb. All right, since yeah. since Jay brought up his what the fuck, I'm gonna go right into mine. Um, it's Hollywood trope 101. Um, so they finally, uh, Carruthers is finally eaten, you know, and Paul and Julia they're running, and they. They open the doors. They fly into the dining room. They close the doors and slide the thing, slide the table up against the 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 door. And the you hear the wasp hit the door. 
my problem is, is every other time the wasp is broken through the wall, broken through the door in split second. And this one, they're sitting down underneath the table, expressing their tender love for one another and needing each other and all that. And the said wasps can't get in the door until like five minutes later. How come this time is a different, you know, different scenario? And this is the, the queen mother of them too, so... I don't have an answer for that because I was thinking the exact same thing because the entire movie, those things were just going through walls like they were paper. Yeah. So and and like all of a sudden on that scene, yeah, I was like waiting for that wasp just to come right through that door. And then also, I don't know if you noticed too, but it literally took them, like they got into the door, they shut the door, then they looked at each other for a few, like like a good ten seconds, and mm-hmm. then they grabbed the table and put it up against yeah. that wasp was already on their tail. That should have been already been in the door by the time they even got that table up against the wall. Yeah. So yeah. that to me uh, was just kind of like kooky as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have the, a ton of Darwin's, but those are the tops. Yeah. yeah. No, my, no, well, my, mine is, uh, I, I guess would be more on the directing standpoint of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not do a very good job of continuity in this one. Not at all. Um, the biggest one, like we're going to go, we're going towards the end of the movie. Um, We've got Flaming Wasp on the hood of the van, and they're, he's driving down the road. And they're, once again, expressing their love for one another by holding each other's hand as they get ready to hit the tree. Well, they hit the tree. They pan around to show the camera shot. She's leaning kind of slumped up against the door. He's obviously holding her hand with his right hand, but yet it's fed in through the steering wheel. How can it get there if they were holding well, hands? Well, they crashed into a tree. They would have stopped oh. holding and then... No, I it go, would, uh, no. Let me go one further than that. Uh, that just, uh, that's me, just an example. No, no. Let me, go, let me go oh, one go further ahead, than please. that on that exact scene. Did you also notice that he had his hand, his arm, out the window before they crashed with his, like, holding on to the wasp? Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, but there's no fucking way in hell that when you hit a tree... At the way velocity that they hit that tree, that that arm is still going to be attached. Well, well he would have went; his whole body would have went through the windshield. I'll, t- I'll he, give you no, one other been, thing. He would impale them. Well, he, he would have been impaled he on was, the steering wheel. He had his seatbelt on because I, they both put their seatbelts on. What, so, what I would tell you is this, though: the bee was like on fire, right? And yeah. he put his hand into the bee, and it's his, not catching on his fire. His right hand would be a charred, crisp. Uh, you know, or charred to a crisp, I should say. Yeah. Um, and he gets out, and both his hands are just fine. But we're all in agreement. Continuity sucked. I want to. I want to go to the beginning first off. Just a couple little pet peeves. One, who the f- who the fuck orders or hires a two person catering crew? It's just <laughs> the two of them for like this party. That's just a weird thing. Um, but second, well, there's not many the people there us. though. Too. You I, and I. Uh, even but like even the mayor's like oh like I'll hire you guys. It's like it's a bartender and a just one per like server a, a server like uh really? oh they had a piano player too. No, the piano player wasn't theirs. Lance, no, I know that, but I'm saying Lawrence but they ordered a piano player too. Um, yeah, Larry wasn't theirs, but I'm just saying they had the piano player. And too. then I hated the noise of the wasps. Like they, oh, they were, yeah, yeah. could have come up with a better like they could have just done a buzzing noise or whatever it is, but they chose that weird noise and it uh it did annoy me. I well, like you know what else was very annoying? So that whole entire scene where all the wasps were starting to come out of the ground hole, right? And they're like the whole party's getting swarmed, everyone's getting stung. This is when all the big wasps start coming out of people and things like that. Let me ask you this question. So there's gotta be like 
thousands of these wasps just swarming around. Where the fuck did they all go so when that was he my, went back that was, out? That was one of my big things is I wrote down, same thing. I go, where are the wasps? Because there's millions of them, and they're not millions, but thousands of them flying around. And by the way, out of thousands of them flying around, they don't attack half the people. Like They're yeah. attacking and not attacking. They're just Cause, swarming. Because my Darwin was, and I'll just touch on it here, was everybody takes their time getting into the house. They're not running. Yeah. They're just like standing around going... Uh, where's this person? Where's this person when like the the wasp aren't stinging? I, so I don't know how five six people don't get stung. Um, and on top of that, they put a uh, Paul and Julia put a, a tablecloth around them to go like, run inside. Nobody can sting through that. Like uh, no one can sting through that when they're. I mean, come on now. Yeah. yeah so I, they, I, that was just that was I, just. But, that, but that goes back to Bill's continuity. You know what I'm saying? But, yes. but yeah, I was I was the same thing. I'm like, Lack where of. when they get in the house, there's only like two bees attacking them. That's really yeah. it, or two wasps. Yeah. And then they show the roof has like five or six on top or whatever it is, which is fine. But wh- like, where did the other thousand go? But then at the end, yeah. I think you start to get I guess with it. the cows, you started They, they were attacking in the field, yeah. becoming bigger. So um, yeah. Here, I- I'll give you one. Baby wasp maggot. Come by, no. no oh, yeah, that little maggot looking thing? Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Come by, no. <laughs> yeah, that was... That was uh, yeah, that was like a little, uh, little far fetched there for me. Yeah. Yeah. and they're trying and and, and, and Sydney's trying yeah. to shove it down his throat, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> well, that wouldn't but, fit down uh, his throat regardless. Yeah, but oh, here in that uh, movie it would have. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, no, I I will say this: uh, one of our usual complaints um, on some movies, this one was very dark in, in the aspect of camera lighting and stuff like that. And yeah, there 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 are some scenes. There's like, geez, I'll peak. You guys at least you know. Turn the light up just a notch, please. Yeah, I agree. So, but it was yeah. it was definitely you know I, I, that's the first thing that popped in my head. I mean, it's like t- definitely you know one of our usual, yeah. usual things. So. I mean, and, and like obviously this is a movie you have to go into with no high expectations. It's it's yeah. you know it's it's a B movie. It's um, a dark humor. Yeah, yeah but like, a couple couple other things I had written down um, for me personally, I thought it dragged. Um, I, I was not a fan of the love story. I thought that was just kind of blah. And um, to be honest with you, I wasn't a fan of the giant wasp coming out of the people. Um, personally, I, oh, I thought it looked good. I thought, I it, looked thought good. it looked. Don't get me wrong. I thought it looked good. Like I liked the effects, but for the story, with that, I just thought it was stupid. And it just, I don't think it worked. And this wasn't the. I, this is actually the second time I've seen this. And you know, I. I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it far more the first time, but like, you know, because obviously this time I had to like really pay attention. But like, I, I just it dragged a lot for me, and even, mm-hmm. even when we got towards the end of the movie, when they were kind of like when Sydney already had the thing pop out of his shoulder and stuff like that, I was just kind of like, all right, this is still kind of like blah. Let me tell you, because. I have a couple things, and I think it goes hand in hand with what you're saying, and I think it's the reason. So, um, two my two biggest problems with this movie: one, and this will go hand in hand with what you just said, they kill off too many people early. Um, So, 35 minutes into this movie, and once again, the first 25 minutes is just you know, like meeting people, right? Setting up the party. Like by the time you get into the house, you're 35 minutes in, and almost everybody's dead. So they yeah. should have left more people to have like more kills inside the house. Because once they get inside the yeah. house, 
Like it's not really that many yeah. deaths at that point no. in time. No, I agree happened. with you. I it, and I didn't even think about that. And I think that either, but you're right. Yeah, I think that would have made it. Um, well, better. even that doctor guy, you know, the one with the longer hair, the, the one that was, yeah, the gynecologist, the one that was hitting on Julia at the bar. Um, he, I he would have been fun to keep around a little bit longer. They could have well, probably had more comedy they, with him they, and given him a bigger death, but they killed they, him off. They like, should have so kept. Weekly. They should have kept Larry around longer too. And yeah. that's that takes me to my second point. Like we don't see Larry's death, we don't see a lot. We just of these, hear him scream, <laughs> right? We don't see a lot of the deaths, and I think if we would have, if they would have kept more people, and then you would have seen them die throughout the house, this would not have dragged. But what happens is you don't like they kill off all these people early. It's mm-hmm. really you're down to the final four people with like 50 minutes to go in the movie, and yeah. from there they you can't kill anybody, so it becomes more of like this action thriller versus like you want to see death and horror and gore right yeah um, very much so so i think that if they would have done that jay i think that solves exactly what you're talking about my those were yeah. my biggest two pet peeves kind of in the movie yeah nope i agree that's but that's all i had on the bad um i have one more just uh talk about continuity or just going through so at the end they're sitting in an ambulance all right these two need like medical attention extremely bad at this point in time. They've been in a car accident. Uh, Paul like had took, something through his shoulder, took a stinger through the shoulder and flew away. Like, I mean, like these guys need medical attention. It's a horror movie trope where they just leave them on the back of like a thing. And they're like, oh, we're going to leave shortly. No worries. Like these two would have been like expedited to like an emergency room, but they just treat them like no big deal. Like uh, they, oh, no, no wounds. Add to the fact that they're getting it on in the back of the and ambulance. Then, and then they start just, like, getting it on, like, right there. Like, they're near death. All right? At least Paul is. Um, yeah. And you think that Julia's dead, right? Like, and then she gasps for air and comes back. And then literally 10 minutes later, the ambulance is there. And they're like, you guys are fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Yeah. No big deal. And the paramedic walks up. Oh, hey. Close yeah, the door just, for you. Let me just shut. Well, I would have done the same thing for him. Here, here you go. Like, have at it. If you both die, <laughs> you know, at least you died on top of each other but right um uh but yeah i, I was just like uh what they, they need to go to the ambulance but that's that's all i have for um that i wanted to discuss bill anything else for you mm, no not really this that i got a little fine bow wrapped around this one it's already done <laughs> yes so me too uh, i guess what you guys are saying is let's rate this let's bitch. rate this bitch yep <laughs> All right, so uh, here at the MVJ Horrorcast, we like to use a 1 to 10 rating scale, with 1 being the worst movie ever made and 10 being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, effects slash gore, scare factor, story, and then an overall score, and then kind of see where we compare versus, uh, uh, you know, the masses here. So uh, it's my movie, so I'll rate kills if I want to, um, and uh, I am starting first. So I... I gave it a 4.5 on the kills, um, and I'm going with that. Um, it has a lack of kills for me, but the ones that we do see, I think are pretty cool. Like, um, we talked about it, the uh, the woman with the the legs coming out of her face and her head ripping, I thought was Gwyneth. awesome. Yes, I love Flora getting stung, like, through the eye. I even like the mayor's kill scene where he's just being stabbed to death in the stomach. I thought that was really cool. And we cannot forget poor Percy. 
Um, you know, the dog uh, gets ripped apart as well. So, like, for me, it's still below average, but uh, for what we saw for it, I thought it was uh, pretty good. But, Bill, what do you got? Um, I gave – now, you got to understand this because we do kills and then gore and effects. My kills, I gave it a two because I didn't really think kill-wise – there was much to kind of like go on. Um, well, even the ambulance being... driver with the cow falling down, stuff like these are cool kills. Uh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm give, sorry. You got you got to give me a give it to me here. All right, I I'm... didn't find the kills were Gwyneth too. See Gwyneth too. <laughs> yeah, a two. All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Bill. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm right there. I'm right there between both. I'm, I'm about three. I I kind of I know where Bill's going. I'm kind of agree with you. Like so, in both of you, but like I, I think the kill sequences were kind of cool. But like I think they could have just done so much more with them and had Most so definitely. much more. Most definitely. I yeah. I agree. So that takes us to FX slash gore. And Bill, you get to kick us off with that. All right. That being said. When they didn't show grandma being killed, but damn it, that blood and gut and spew that went all over the walls, everywhere. Um, the the gore um, and the effects were very good. I give it a 5.5. 5. All right, Jay. I, I was a little lower. I was, I was around like a four and a half just because, I mean, I, I liked the effects, but when it came to the gore side of it, like I think a lot of it was backwards, and what I mean by that was they could have shown more with it. I yeah. get what you're saying exactly. Yeah, they could have, like, for example, the where the you were just talking about how the mom you see just blood go all over, all over the kitchen walls and stuff when the bug came out of her. Show that. Show her yeah. get split in two, and her mm-hmm. body parts just getting like thrown across the room. That's the blood and gore I want to see, and that would have if they would have. Just that scene by itself, if they would have done it correctly, probably would have brought the rating up about two more points. But if they would have, added, if they would have added like an arm or a leg going up with the blood on the wall, that yeah, would have made it. That would have been, that would, been would, enough for me too. Yeah, they wouldn't even need to show the pop. Well, they would have just just a body part or yeah, two flying and, up there. That would have made that scene. And just to throw that out there too, even though I'm not an eyeball guy and eyeball stuff, even that eyeball scene, if they would have actually showed it from the front angle. It would have been more. It would have been more of effect to said from the side. So. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, I I so first off, I'm a five and a half on this, so I'm right in line with you guys for the exact same reasons. I do think this is an it's an independent movie, right? It wasn't like a big budget, so there's only so much they could do. But I wish they would have taken some of that money that they spent on that larva and the weird. Uh, be hump thing like if they could have taken that and added that into a little bit more of like yeah the gore that you guys are talking about I think that would have been budget well spent but that takes us to scare factor and Jay where are you I'm a one like it wasn't scary at all for me I mean even the first time that I watched it I had there's no scenes that I jumped there was no I mean the only scene that maybe kind of makes you go oh was the cow falling on the firefighter I think because you do not, not expect, expect that you know. whatsoever. But like even beyond that, I mean, you know what's coming. You know what's going to happen. It all happens the way you know it's gonna happen. And to me, it was it was a one. Yeah, I'm a I'm a two. A little bit higher than you, pretty much the exact same reasons. I do find 
like giant insects are creepy to me. Um, I don't like it, so that's where that. What are you comes talking about? Me. Little insects are creepy to you. So. This is true. So giant ones are extremely creepy. But I only knocked it up to one more point because of that, uh, <laughs> because uh, it was so like over the top. You know, it's more of a comedy. So, uh, Bill, what do you got for us? I gave it a one because there's there is no creep factor or scare factor whatsoever in this one. Fair. Absolutely none. Fair enough. What takes it back to me for story? Um, I give it a five and a half for story. It's a little above average for me, um, but I, I think it's I think it's interesting. Like I said, the the meeting of all the characters at the beginning, like it's very interesting, and I like how they tell that story and kind of go through um, uh, with what they do. Bill, what do you got uh, for a story? I gave it a three. Um, they took, I mean, th- yes, they kind of what's the, you know they kind of gave nods to like Walking Dead. Uh, or not walking evil dead uh i like i said aliens stuff like that there's not a really an original story complete here for me um so it's a three i mean there's there are aspects of it that i do like but this is just a three Jay. yeah i'm i'm right there with bill I'm, I'm about a three uh i think the story is probably the worst part of this movie because there is no story like it just you know like i said it dragged uh, even in the parts where you think that it should not have dragged, it dragged worse. So for me, it's a three. So that takes us to overall. And Bill, you get to kick us off with overall. Um, overall, I give it a 3.5. Oof. Oof. Jay, what do you got? Uh, I'm right there with Bill. I'm, I'm a little higher, but I'm about a four. So we'll continue our line up. I'm a 5.5. Um, Jay, what you said earlier, I could not agree with more of this is my second time seeing this. The first time I watched this, I was probably like a 6.5. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this the first time. The second time, I think some of it is when you know what's going to happen and you know some of that uh, uh, and you really dive into it. It definitely dropped a point for me, but I still think it's above average for me. So I'm a 5.5. So Bill, where do we uh, compare? Well, according to IMDb, um, Mike, you're the only one that's like, well, you're kind of in the wheelhouse too, Jay, at a 5.1 out of 10. Um, As for Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter, Mike, you're the only one that's on par. They gave it a 56%, which translates to a 5.6 out of 10. And I'm closer to the audience meter because they gave it a 24% or a 2.4 out of 10. Oh, wow. That's a, so I'm kind of I'm I'm along those lines there, and I'm even a little high for the audience meter and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm so. more like a critic, and you guys are more like an audience. So mm-hmm. it's at least on on this, on this one, yeah. On this one, yes. Um. All right. Uh. Jay, recommend yay nay. Uh. And you know, who? I I'm actually still gonna give it a thumbs up only because. You know, it does have a. It is a decent B movie watch. Let me let me do this. I'm gonna do a half thumbs up, half thumbs down. The thumbs down because you just you have to go in with this with like I said, no high expectations whatsoever. Um, and there are some pretty cool scenes in it, but uh, the thumbs down part more for the less that it just so, dragged. So you are uh, uh, as Bill has coined it, the thumbs middle. Um, thumbs person. middle. Yep. Bill, what do so, you got? Uh, um. I'm going to say this movie is definitely made for the B-movie crowd, um, but for me, this is definitely a thumbs down. Um, so for me, thumbs up. Uh, I think it's still recommendable to... Uh, to. I, I just think the comedy 
Um, the romantic story that's in there, the interesting characters, I think it's enough to hold people's attention. I don't think it's for the, like, deep-cut horror fan, right? This is more for, like, your entry-level horror person, but I still think it's recommendable, so thumbs up for me. Um, so now, that takes us to uh, the rename game, where now that we've watched it, if we could rename this anything, what would we rename it? Um, since I chose the movie, I will then judge who had the best one, and I will also go first here. I only had two, um, so I'll give you my two. Uh, I had, they're very generic, one is another B-movie, um, and then my other one is uh, B-Yach. So those are my two. I am not getting the happiest faces, but, you know, maybe I'll just give it to me. Um, Bill, I'll let you go uh, next. All right. I've got three of them. Um, All right. Let's hear it. I'm going to save the, I'll save the best one for last. Um, the you mean the one beast is- one for last? Uh-huh. You um, lose just for that comment. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you win. <laughs> All right. Uninvited guest. Okay. Um, a bunch of pricks. <laughs> and you got to keep the the last scene in the movie in, in mind. I need more cowbell. Ooh. Okay. Because okay. you do hear a cowbell in, the end of that, in that scene. So, but those are my three. Jay? I got five. Uh, I got a five. couple that I got five. five. I got five. A couple of them are pretty good. Most of them suck, but I have uh, stunk instead of stung. Stunk. Um, I have Sydney's pus bump. Ugh, no. Then I have uh, negative buzz. I have murder hornets. And then the last one, which I was most happy with, was stung NATO. Ooh, yeah, you, they're 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 along in the same lines of the, that type of movie. So, so I uh, I I think I think I'm gonna give it the stung NATO. I Woo-hoo! do I do <laughs> I do like that one. I like what was the one before that? Um, Murder Hornets. Murder Hornets is pretty good too. Uh, Bill, I think if we combined yours and it was uh, a cowbell. No, uh, well, the cowbell, but if it was, what was, what'd you say before the cowbell? I said uh, a bunch of pricks. If it was a bunch of pricks and a cowbell, <laughs> like I think <laughs> that would be the winner right there. So um, take it for what you will. I'm going to give it to uh, to Jason on this one. Yes. So congrats, Jason. I I really just, I want to make you feel special early because usually yeah, the rest I of the mean, show. Now we're getting into my, now we're getting my downfall. So it's, it's all, good. it's all downhill usually <laughs> from here for you. At this so. point, Jason just becomes a special member of the crew. Yeah, Jason. Yes. Jason's just on audio. Uh, for I, the rest I'm of just the here for the audio. All right. So, uh, uh, as Bill Actually, says, I'm here so they won't find me. So, so yeah, I'm here not to get fined. Uh, as Bill put eloquently, uh, this puts a nice little bow on stung, um, I don't think it's stunk. I think it's stung. Um, and uh, let's now look forward to next week and take a ride on the Devil's Wheel. The Devil's Wheel. All right. Welcome back uh, to our Devil's Wheel segment. So what we do each week is we each take three movies we put them on a wheel, we spin it, whatever it lands on, that is the movie that we review for next week. Um, but before we can really spin the wheel, we got to know what's on the wheel to begin with. And um, 
I am the only one that's obligated to actually have to change something. So, with that said, my three movies for this week are, um, I'm putting, I don't remember if I put it on last week or not, but Eden Lake, uh, I have back on there. Uh, Hatchet is on there. And then I'm adding a new one, uh, Oculus. I'm putting that on there. So those will be our, well, my three movies. Uh, Jay, let's just get your same three out the way. Um, What are they? Actually, I changed one up. What? Yes. Uh, Is this like to be still my beating heart? Is this to reverse the jinx that is? uh, I'm hoping this will open (laughs) up Pandora's box for me, but. Anyway, I uh, I have uh, Mark R's uh, request on here still of society, so we're still going to roll with that. Um, I kept uh, Sorority Babes and the Slimeball Bolorama on there. Uh, I temporarily took Night of the Creeps off. I have, we're in the holiday season, I put in 1984's uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. So okay. let's see if maybe I get a Christmas miracle here. Wow, like uh, uh, how much dust did you have to blow off of the movie to replace it? It's- it was worse than dust, dude. It was like it was like stuck with super glue or something. <laughs> I just couldn't get I just couldn't budget. Bill, what do you got uh on your three? Uh all three are ride or dies right at this point. Uh Tucker and Dale versus the evil. Or versus evil, my bad. Uh Vampires and Dawn of the Dead. All right, I- so uh we have gone back to the old wheel. Which um, means Bill's gonna win. <laughs> Which means there's a good chance Bill will win. Um, but uh, all that's left to do... Spin that wheel. Spin the wheel. All right. <laughs> Bill won. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Uh, we have new sound effects. It's vampires. Um, Bill wins for a second. I thought, <laughs> I thought Mark R was uh, going to get his because it uh, it was two clicks past society is really what happened. So as as always, Jason always the the bridesmaid, never the bride. I'm sorry. He's never um, been the bridesmaid either, so it doesn't matter. But uh, we are watching vampires. John Carpenter, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. I cannot tell Greatest you. Greatest director ever. What year this is from? When is this? Uh, uh, early nineties. Okay, I thought so, it, I thought it was late nineties actually, but we'll we'll is it? confirm that here, here shortly. So it is. Uh, vampires uh, is what we'll be watching next week. So everybody is on the clock. Seven days, same bat time, same bat channel. We will reconvene, and it's uh, vampires with a Y, because um, uh, you know that was the hip thing to do, um, and that's what we will be watching. Yeah, ninety eight. It was 98. 98. All right, so late actually, nights. Actually, late, late, late. according to this one, it's not with a Y. So. No, I thought I had a, I thought I had a no, Y. No, it's it's regular vampires. Oh, well, shit. Okay, well, I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought it was with a Y. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, there's another vampire movie that's on Shudder that is with a Y, so maybe you've just gone through all that. All right, so our listeners out there, 98 John Carpenter Vampires. You Google it, you'll find it, you'll watch it, and uh, you'll reconvene with us next week. But uh, now uh, I gave Bill a specialized headshot last week of Room Number 9, which I also watched like a week and a half ago, and I thought it was such a terrible movie. But maybe, Bill, maybe you loved it. I don't know. Walk us through room nine. All right. I'm just going to... Oh, my dog pounding on my table there. Sorry about that, gentlemen. All right. this I got I to gotta read read this for what it is. 
Room number nine for me is if Pink Floyd were to have made a horror movie. It made no sense. <laughs> it jumps around so much. It uh, our yeah it jumps jumps around so much. Uh, kind of like your synopsis so far. <laughs> yeah, and the the and the perspective is like a bad acid trip for me. And two, I would not label this actually as a horror movie. This is more of a dramatic thriller. Um, I, dude, this is a horrible acting too, and it's it's just a bad movie. Um, yeah, the most I say the most realistic part about this whole movie is when the character of Jason is drunk and he's stumbling up the steps because we've all been there and it truly looked, you know, it truly looked like a drunk man stumbling up the stairs. But, uh, um, it, it just, it's one of those movies that, you know, it, it, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. This, it, I, I struggled to get through this movie. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, I had to watch, uh, not watch it twice, but I had to watch and then like about 45 minutes in, I hit pause because it's like, damn, I, I just can't do this. I mean, that, and it's an hour and forty-seven minutes long too. It's <laughs> a bad. It's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Um, oh, and one of the other big the the thing that drove me nuts in this, and I'm sure you you noticed it too. The music cues and soundtrack are absolutely horrible yes. and ill placed when they play the music and how they play it. It just that drove me nuts the most and. So on and so forth, and then in the end, when I, I forget the character's name, uh, I think is uh, Willis is T- Tobias. I think is his name or something like that. I stopped paying uh, fucking attention um, halfway through. The 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 <laughs> the one girl's father who ends up. Eh, since I'm reviewing it, I don't give a shit. Um, Nobody's watching this thing, Bill. Yeah, he's he's the he's the guy that's doing everything, but he's supposed to be like killing one more girl. And she admits something, and he's on the phone with one of his partners. He's like, she's one of us now. And it just, it just, it really made no sense in the timeline and, and, you know, of this movie. It just, it was bad, man. This, this is, this is a one out of 10. This I don't know. I, I, I think I'd rather watch the movie than listen to your synopsis again. That's, for, that's for sure. <laughs> Dude, there's, you can't, there's no way to really, there's, there's no way. To properly put this into a synopsis because it it jumps around so much, it's like it's literally like being on a bad acid trip. I mean, and not only that is they do do funky things that it looks like you're supposed to be on drugs, you know, to watch this. It's it's just that bad, and it's like you just can't. You, there's there's no way to grasp it. It's just that it, bad. It it sucks. There's no continuity. The, the movie doesn't make any sense, which is why I gave it to you. Um, yeah. So uh, unlike mm-hmm. you giving out you know slasherette party and things like that that people want to watch, I'm giving. Well, I gave you I <laughs> gave, shitty movies. I you gave, gave you H three. Yeah, you gave me shitty movies. H C three. You continued your. Love I was gonna say with, no. You with did. Jason. I gave um, I gave, I gave you all H three. <laughs> I gave him HC three, yes, uh, which is just NHC, so which is just as bad, yes, um, actually worse. So I, um, uh, <laughs> I just like? don't understand why you give me shitty movies and you give Jason <laughs> like fucking love taps. I, I don't, I, I like, I don't know what's going on up there, but because Bill claims that he researched. When well, I, watched gave me the, my I watched, I watched the trailers of them. I didn't, well, you know, it's not I like I will I'm let not... you know. I have a special movie. Chosen out for each one of you. It's not the same movie. Jay, if you win, 
this week because uh, we're about to go into the torture treatment. You got a special one, Bill. You have a special one, so uh, this will be this will be good. Are you guys ready to get your trivia on? Let's let's do it. Then uh, let the five question torture treatment. Who's begin. going first? You. Did you guys like that? Yeah. Um, so, Bill, I guess you go first. All right. So, um, the score used in Scream 2 was previously used in which film? A, Judge Dredd. B, Broken Arrow. C, Heat. I'm going to say B, Broken Arrow. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Judge Dredd. All right, one of you guys has taken a 1-0 lead, and his name is Bill. Um, yes! <laughs> usually Jason gets out to the hot start. Um, okay, so Bill's up one nothing going into question two. This is probably an easy one for you guys. Um, in Psycho, what did they use for blood in the iconic shower scene? Is it A, cherry syrup, B, Ovaltine mixed with corn syrup, or C, Hershey's chocolate syrup. Sure. It's B. Syrup. Jason, what'd you say? B. It's B. B. You are both wrong. It is C. Hershey's chocolate syrup. Hmm. Oh man. I, I, I was I was almost positive on that one too. No, if I would have said C, you would have said C too. Don't don't fuck around. <laughs> no, I no, I because corn syrup is corn syrup is a very big staple for it is. Blood. It is. That's why I thought it was yeah, one. but corn the corn syrup thing really didn't start until the mid uh, after the into the into the eh, early to mid eighties. Well, Jay, you chose it first. I know, know, but I because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> this is fair enough. All right, so um, there's a guy. His name is Doug Jones, um, and he's been in a bunch of different horror movies, playing a bunch of different random monsters. Um, for Mister Doug Jones, which character did he not play? Um, is it A, the first cave dweller in The Descent? Is it B, the ice cream man in Legion? Or is it C, the pale man in Labyrinth? It's you, Bill. I'm going to say B. I'm going to say, I'm going to say C. Well, it is A. (laughs) So you are both wrong. Uh, do you like these questions? They're so, they're so freaking hard. All right. Uh, so Bill is up one to nothing with two questions to go. Uh, in 2001's The Others, what war is Grace, uh, who Nicole Kidman plays Grace, what war is her husband at fighting that she's like waiting for him to return home from? Is it A, World War One, B, World War Two, or C, the Cold War. I'm gonna go see the Cold War. I agree. C. And uh, it's still one nothing. The answer was B, World War Two. So Jay, you go first, right on this one. I just um, went first. Oh, oh so Bill goes go first. first. So, uh, so this makes it. This makes it all right. So Bill's still up one nothing. Question five. In the movie The Orphan from 2005, what is Esther's real age? Is it A, 
33, B, 35, C, 40. B. I'm going to go with A. <gasps> and we have a tie game. Yeah. The real answer is 33, uh, which now... Don't Jason, call it a comeback. Coming come back. All right, so now i got to go back two weeks ago because <sighs> I had... Or last week, because my question... All right, so this is a closest to uh, question, right? Mm-hmm. And this is uh, very topical right now because the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, uh, we just heard, is coming out in February, which is awesome. So, through the series so far, there are 85 deaths in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right? How many has Leatherface actually accounted for? So, there are 85 deaths in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series so far. How many has Leatherface actually accounted for? So closest one, I can't remember. We allow going over, right? It's just closest one. Yeah, closest two. Closest two. So I don't know how you guys want to do it. If you want to like hold up a number, if you guys just want to say it, uh, but we got to do it at the same time. What do you guys want to do? Yeah, I'm going to write it down. So there's 85 total deaths, and this there's is 85 what? total deaths, but how many has Leatherface actually accounted for i was very proud of this uh question it's a good question okay all right so on the count of three hold up your guys's numbers and uh i will say them out loud and i will give the answer so one two three all right i can't jason i think 27 and i have 28. 28 oh wow and you both are very close um, but one of you guys is closer. Right. The real number is 31. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 28 wins. Uh, Come back, baby. <laughs> so Jason comes back to win. Um, I, the, the fa- I, I would have shit if he would have fucking said 27. <laughs> I'm actually very surprised that you guys came that close. Uh, well, you got to think about deaths, it, though. In all the be- Texas Chainsaw movies, it's the family. Yeah. And the family had a lot of deaths. And if you really think about, like... Going back, Leatherface really only killed maybe one or two people tops in all of the Leatherface movies. So I knew it was a low number. Well, he killed 31 of them, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was close. Uh, so. And the family killed 54 of them. So, you know what's uh, funny? I almost put 30. So <laughs> It's a very good. I would have went like 40-something, so I would have definitely lost because I would have thought it would be like, not, you know, like it, obviously uh, you know the family kills a lot, but you think like half. Like, the, I mean, I think the, the funny part, though, is the fact that I put 27 and he put 28 down. That's, that, yeah. that is, that that is pretty, pretty cool. That is pretty amazing. That's pretty um, cool. So, Bill, you are the ultimate loser for the week. And, you know, I just know how much you love found footage movies. It's crazy <laughs> how much you are such a fan of them. So I found one that I found, um, you know, very hard to get through. And uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, so I'll make sure I send Just you the picture. Just spit the fucker out, all right? I don't, need called- a, <laughs> I don't need your, uh, your analysis of how you had it's, a hard time watching it. It's called Lured. L-U-R-E-D. I think uh, you'll have some fun with it. Um, so Ma- Ma- Jason, you better fucking win trivia next week. That's all I got to say. He ain't getting aliens. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Jason, you uh, escaped because yours is 
one of the worst movies I've I've like the one that I gave Bill more than the one that's uh, what was it next? Oh no, it's coming your way still at some point oh. in time. Well, um, just like me winning on on uh, like winning on the wheel, I guess that'll be a long time because so, it just will be. It, it, here we are. Um, so, Bill, you are this week's winner and ultimate loser all at the same time, which is uh, very interesting. So it's uh, it's an oxymoron. Um, but uh, that ends this. So uh, now let's get to the Bill of the Week. All right, so that uh, brings us to our kill of the week segment where we uh, take a kill, preferably from a movie or show that we've watched over the last week, and then we pit them up once again uh, against the, each other, and uh, I will choose the winner since this is uh, my week, and uh, I'm also the one that's going first, and uh, I'm taking my kill from our movie of the week, um, uh, Stung. I still think uh, when the wasp is coming out of the MILF's... Uh, Gwyneth. Uh, Gwyneth. Uh, coming out of her mouth and ripping her head into two, I think it's still just a really cool-looking scene. I really enjoyed it. So that is my, uh, that's my kill of the week. But I'm more interested on what you guys got. So, Jay, you're going to go first on this one. Uh, what do you got? All right, so like I said earlier, I was going to take one from Red Christmas. Uh, there's a couple of them that I really wanted to, t- to talk about, but I'm obviously going to just do one. But uh, So the first, well, I should say the second death in this movie was like the youngest daughter, and she's allergic to peanuts. And the earlier in the, in the movie when this uh, thing came around, he was trying to like get back with the family and stuff, and they kicked him out, yada, yada. But they gave him a present of peanuts. So he throws the peanuts down on the ground, and she's just kind of, like, stuck there, like, because she's allergic to them, and she's, like, like can't move. And then all of a sudden, you see this axe go straight up in the air, boom, and it cuts her from right in the middle of the head all the way down to the groin. like, And you see both her body parts just go, like, split like an onion. And it was awesome. So... There was a lot of great deaths in this movie, but that one really stood out. All right, all right, Bill. That's uh, yeah. that's a good death. What do you got? Yeah. Well, you 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 can either take it from uh, yourself or Mike. I mean, or, I mean Jay. Uh, Why you go from I, Gremlins too? No, I didn't go from Gremlins too. <laughs> no, um, with the movies I was forced to watch, I couldn't really you know you know say that there was any good kills or the ones I brought up. But I was watching John Wick Three Parabolum. And there were several deaths in there, but the one that got me the got me to like the most was he's fighting a guy with a sword, and the thing gets wedged in a piece of glass, and he drags the guy's body across it, and his his entrails basically spill out, and he just flops on the floor. Hmm. But there's there's that movie is so full of good kill scenes that it's you know it's hard to choose one, but that's that's where I saw the most blood and guts this week, so. John Wick three is the shit. I love John Wick. I cannot wait for John Wick four and uh, that They're fight scene. Too. Yeah, that fight Me scene too. in that like one hallway where uh, he's fight. Oh, and part three. God, that is like one of the best fight scene choreographed fight scenes I've ever seen. But with it being a horror podcast, yeah. um, Bill, I love yours actually. But Jay, I'm gonna give it to you because um, yours actually did sound uh, very cool as well. So um, Jay, I. Uh, 
uh, I'll give it to you. So you did take home uh, a good portion of this show. You won the uh, trivia. I won everything which, but the wheel. Which saved you. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, Bill, Bill was the... Bill took the top prize. He took the national championship. Uh, I took. The, I put the cherry on top. So, so that takes it, us to. Uh, oh, go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know, that brings the win totals to 23, 19 to 14. Uh, well, I mean, Jay, like you're, I'm as almost as far away from Bill as you are from me. So that's, uh, you know, Bill's starting to really separate himself. Um, and vampires it is. So as we look to next week, final thoughts, I guess I'll, uh, I'll kick us off here. Um, uh, I'm kind of sad to have my uh, two-week win streak snapped, and I'm sad that you guys uh, didn't like Stung as much, but I thought it was still a uh, decent movie. Um, but I've never actually seen Vampires uh, from John Carpenter, so I'm interested to see uh, what I think of that movie and uh, how that's going to go. So I- I'm excited uh, for-, for next weekend. You know, I'll see you guys here in a couple days. So mm-hmm. that'll be really cool. We're not going to do the podcast together. Obviously, I'll, I'll, I won't be around that long, but it'll be uh, good to actually see you guys face to face. So that's coming yeah. up. So mm-hmm. exciting stuff Definitely. this week. Jay, what Definitely. do you got? Yeah, uh, you know, another week, another movie to review with somebody else's next week, but that's okay because <laughs> I won everything else this week. So, I mean, I at least, you know, felt good there. Uh, Bill, you know, after, you know, getting that first question, you thought you had me, but uh, yep. I lured you into the fact of uh <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> so uh yeah, uh glad stung's out of the way. Uh kind of stung a little bit. Um and uh it did it again. And um look forward to you coming to town. Uh you know, uh looking forward to some uh you know fantasy football playoff stuff coming up here. So uh praying for some good stuff and uh yeah. Go, uh, go me. <laughs> wow, I mean, you're, Bill, you're, how do you how very, do you follow that up? Uh, Jay, you're very Jay, you're very punny. I mean, quit with the bad puns, all right? Um, quit while you're ahead. That was probably the worst of all of them. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'm glad that uh, Stung's in our rearview mirror at this point. So, um, I'm looking forward to watching Vampires because. It's been since 1998 that I've probably seen it, and I've forgotten about it. So um, I'm looking forward to that one, um, and so on and so forth. And that's about it for the final thoughts. But uh, remember, you can catch us on uh, on Facebook at MVJ Horror, uh, Instagram at MVJ Horrorcast, uh, the Twitter, or as Jason likes to say, the Twatter, Twatter. At, MV- <laughs> at MVJ Horror, and better yet, Hit us up on all three, and more importantly, uh, we can be reached through our email at mvjhorecast at yahoo.com, where you can give us any suggestion you want for the Devil's Wheel, uh, your kill of the week, or whatever you want. Um, Other than that, Mikey, got anything else? No, I'm good. Jay, how about you? Word. Okay, let's toe tag it and bag it.